Newsbreak podcast. Oh, it was, it was just magnificent. Every time the pundits write off our country, whether politically or sport-wise, once again this happened. Nobody gave the Springboks a chance. And they not only won, they won easily. If we look at the very fact of rugby over the years, of course, 1995, it needs no introduction. That narrative was freedom. 2007, a great deal of political uncertainty in the country. The box again coming through and uniting it. And then I think in 2019, with the whole promise of new dawn and a lot of the calamities you know, afflicting South Africa, you have it again. Talk to me about that, that interesting phenomenon, how rugby does this nationally. You know, especially the 2019 I mean, just to think about a person raising a cup who was barefoot, who often went to sleep without food, uh, who rose from a township that has a myriad of socioeconomic problems. Sometimes, uh, you know, everywhere people make excuses of why they don't achieve at the highest. Well, Sia Kulisi is an example of how somebody who had absolutely nothing never gave up hope. Um, And so in that context, 2019 is fundamentally different from the, the other two times that we won the World Cup. It, 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 it united a nation, and that's not a syrupy, rainbow nation uniting. In real emotional terms, we, we reached out to each other. I think the only racial group not represented in the team, and, and who knows, I just think in the future there'll be a, a hooker called Scarpi Desai that will make the Springboks and one day lift the World Cup. People might laugh, but just like they laughed at Sia Kulisi when he dreamed of uh, raising the World Cup, so a Scarpi Desai will emerge as a hooker and raise that cup aloft. Then we'll have a truly rainbow team representing the nation. Yeah, no, definitely. We look forward to, to Scarpi Desai as, you, as, as you're predicting it. Professor Desai, I wonder your thoughts on this. You know, of, of course, uh, race, as you pointed out, heavily criticized, and I think in the space of rugby as well, over the uh, colonial years and the apartheid years. I wonder your thoughts then on the difference between transformation and race. Because here, uh, and you've criticized the slow pace of transformation in South African sport a great deal. But this was an entire team supporting a transformation movement and giving it all to their captain and ultimately working together to bring home the gold. Talk to me about your transformation perceptions of this narrative. We've always seen uh, transformation not only as the counting of numbers. Some people want to do that. It was, it was also about giving people opportunity of supporting those people who have talent. And, and through the ranks of the Springbok rugby team, you can see that happening. We don't want to just count numbers every time somebody runs on the field because that will be like apartheid engineering. Cricket, for example, is starting to do that where they count in provincial teams the numbers of Indians, coloreds, whites, Africans. That's not the kind of transformation that, that we wanted. And, and I think rugby, ironically, despite all the plaudits for cricket, rugby has taken the lead. But I think at this moment in time, I think what rugby must do is to tell us that this wasn't a singular moment in history, but part of a process uh, where we come together as a nation and and rise above our petty racial uh, uh, squabbles and stereotypes. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.